Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. I saw this at uh, at Packers on Twitter, and I thought it looked pretty interesting. Let's have a little supercut here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Touchdown passer in Green Bay Packers history. The numbers are the numbers, and they'll continue to grow. But outside of those numbers, Aaron Rodgers is the best player I've ever seen. Not the best Packer player, the best NFL player I've ever seen. Remarkable. I praise some rock right there. The best NFL player he has ever seen as he surpasses Brett Favre's touchdown uh, Career touchdown pass record. Yep. At four forty three. The Rogers, numbers are the numbers, Ebo. <laughs> the numbers are the numbers indeed, Rowdy. Uh the best he's ever seen. Dang God. Now Rogers also did it on nine toes as his pinky toe got stepped on not once but twice. He was obviously hobbled and then went in at halftime to get a little toradol or whatever, uh, some painkiller uh, into that toe of his. Uh, but Rowdy, Aaron Rodgers making history, finding Alan Lazard. That was uh a hell of a touchdown from Lazard. And Rodgers. Yeah, the, what an effort by Alan connection. Lazard on that one to I get should, that into the end zone. We should have known it would be Alan Lazard. T- Rodgers was singing the praises of Alan Lazard all last week, and Lazard was kept being asked, as well as Devontae, like what it would mean to catch that pass. Well, by God, Alan Lazard got it, Rowdy. It was Rodgers to Lazard, the all-natural connection. And we talked about it a little earlier. Devontae Adams wanted that record touchdown because that was the one where he tripped up on the sideline and then he got tackled inside the 10 on the second one. And you could see noticeably how upset he was. He didn't get in the end zone because he was what was the first one. He trips up on himself. And the other one, the guy gets him by like the boot tops. Yeah. And he's like, no. And then here's what happened after Devontae uh, got denied. Third and five passes caught. Lazar. Touchdown! There it is! History for Aaron Rodgers on Christmas Day at Lambeau. And there it is. Aaron Rodgers gets it done. It's absolutely electric. Alan Lazard after the game. Uh, Rob Demosky has caught up with Lazard. I wanted to play this as Lazard gets very emotional afterwards. And rightfully so. I mean, it's a huge accomplishment, right? I mean, you just took down Brett Favre's record. 443 touchdown passes, you know, is now the plus two, 445, because Rodgers had two more. It's absolutely incredible. Here's Lazard with Rob Domofsky after the game. Alan, I'm sure everyone wanted to catch the record-setting touchdown for Aaron Rodgers. You caught number 443. How'd you do it? Man, I don't know. It was a a great play call. I mean, the leverage, he audited it. Um, You know, I was just focused on catching the ball. Once I got it, I knew how close the pylon pylon was. I just wanted to score what was that moment like just being there with Aaron, with all these guys, and in this stadium on Christmas Day? Man, I mean, it's just a 
it just captivates, you know, his, his entire career, you know. And then for me to be able to be here the past three years with my story and everything, it was just kind of a, just a gratitude moment of just being, you know, grateful for the opportunity and to be a part of this history. Your defense came up with four interceptions tonight, including two by Rasul Douglas. Man. How well are they playing Pay that right man. now? Pay that man, Rasul Douglas. Pay him for his journey, his, his, for him to be able to come over those different feats, man, for him to come out here and ball out. Unbelievable, man. We, we love him so much in the locker room, his leadership, his attitude, his approach every single day. Shout, shout out to the defense for the, those four turnovers and everything. Offense, we got to finish the game better, obviously. Um, you know, we, we know what this is and everything, but uh, yeah, that's about it, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> There's Alan Lazard. He was uh, much more composed in his uh, post-game yeah. presser. Now, obviously, you can't hear it, but he had some tears in his eyes. You know, he was a very special moment for him, obviously. And much for more Rogers. calm. Yeah, so we'll get more comments from him. Let's go to the phones quick. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, it's part two, man. What? Scott, hang on. We're not. I'm. I'm in the middle of this Packers thing right now. You just. You just wait for a little bit, baby. All right. So when it comes to uh, and the defense and Rasul Douglas, we got to talk about coming up here. But focusing on the offense. Quickly, well, first, buddy. one thing that Alan Lazard said there, I've seen some other people on Twitter and and kind of Packers Twitter saying the same thing that they need to pay. Rasul Douglas. Pay that man. I'm going to say pump the brakes on that. Yeah. Well, two pick sixes. They got a lot of people they got to pay, and they got some. Uh, they got Aaron Rodgers to figure they out. They got too. some salary cap hell coming up here. I think the first person they should pay is Devontae Adams and figure out with uh, Aaron Rodgers and his future as well. And let's not forget Jair Alexander. Yeah, the Jair Alexander. Elkin Jenkins is also going to be up for a contract here coming soon. So, Rasul, we thank you for what you're doing right now, but um, you're on a long list of guys yeah. who need to be getting paid. And especially the Packers have kicked the can down the road on a lot of contracts. So just remember that too. <laughs> uh, Matt LaFleur is 30 and oh, that is Matt LaFleur's record in regular season games when his team won, wins the turnover battle, excuse me. Uh, shout out to, you know, Donald Savage getting things rolling. And then Rasul Douglas, Baker Mayfield is like Santa Claus. They're giving gifts all over the place on the field. Uh, 12, that is how many wins the Packers have this season. LaFleur has become the first coach in NFL history with at least 12 wins in each of his first three seasons, which is insane. Yeah, Randy? If you had to rate Baker Mayfield on 1-32 to 32 for quarterbacks in the league, where do you think you would put him? Got after Saturday's game? No, just in general, like his whole game, his whole career. Like low 20s? Somewhere maybe upper teens. Upper teens, low and 20s? And you just see the difference between what that means in the NFL versus Aaron Rodgers, who I would put in the top probably three. Yes. And... Baker Mayfield was only out for like, what, 10 days with COVID and didn't really have much practice, cleared protocols pretty much the morning of and played. He looked rusty. He did. And then you see Aaron Rodgers, who's hardly practiced the last three weeks who's got and a broken is playing toe. at an MVP level. That's the difference between top three and we'll say top 20. Here's another difference, Rowdy. Baker Mayfield had 36 pass attempts at Lambeau Field. He threw four interceptions. Aaron Rodgers, in 475 pass attempts, has four interceptions. Thank you, Baker Mayfield. You were like Santa Claus at Lambeau. Yeah, I mean, if the Cleveland Browns had Baker Mayfield playing at an average level, that game's a little different. If Cleveland's kicker didn't have COVID, that game was probably tied at 24. And looking at the defense for what they did for Green Bay. I think the defense overall outside of we'll the last the defense. Yeah, outside of the last couple possessions played pretty well. The offense, ugh, second half. Ugh. Yeah, so I'm putting the Twitter poll up right now. After the Packers hang on 
to beat the Browns on Christmas, what are they? And you know what we've been talking about for a while? We've been talking about, well, they're going to be getting all these all pros back. Now you have David Bakhtiari not practicing last week. Mm-hmm. You still have the, where the hell is Zadarius Smith after his Instagram post. And it sounds like Jair Alexander will come off the IR officially to the active roster sooner than later. But it does it doesn't really sound like you're going to be getting all three anymore. So Rowdy, I have a, yeah, I yeah, I agree with you on that one. So Rowdy, I have right here. After the Packers hang on to beat the Browns on Christmas, what is this team? A good team at twelve and three or a lucky team at twelve and three? I think overall they're a good team. I mean they're twelve. I just put and it out three, at Zone Madison. Right? They're twelve and three overall. They're a good team. They're the number one seed in the NFC. Now you don't luck your way to twelve and three, the number one team in the and NFL. And they found ways to win against other good teams that people would consider good in the NFC, like the Cardinals. But let's go to that game, um, you know, like the Ravens. They didn't have Lamar Jackson, right? That's kind of lucky that they don't have uh, Lamar Jackson. But, you, yes, you like to, you said, stuff has been lining up for them, and they've been lucky as hell the last couple of weeks. You go to Christmas, right? The referees don't call blatant pass interference defensive holding at the end of the game. That's kind of lucky, right? You go back and look at um, – if you go back and look at a bunch of these games, you're like, you're lucky that Kyler Murray was injured. You know, Rasul Douglas getting that picks or picking him off in the end zone. You go and you can go to a bunch of these games like, well, they're lucky here, they're lucky there, they're lucky there. But can a lucky team be 12 and 3? Isn't that a sign of a good team? Just an interesting conversation. Start thinking about it. Lucky team or a good team for your Packers at 12 and 3? Right now, a lot closer than I thought at Zone Madison. 54% going to uh, good, 45 lucky. We'll talk the defensive side of the ball for the Packers momentarily. But, Rowdy, uh, speaking of defense, or should I say lack thereof, throw the damn towel. The Washington football team, Rowdy, the Washington football team, no defense. They got obliterated by the boys. Looking at the NFL, specifically the NFC, the boys are on a roll right now as they decimate. The Washington football team. Doug, G-Dub, our resident football team fans, if you're listening, I would love for you to call in at 608-321-1670 after you guys got absolutely dismantled. 56-14. to 14. So bad, in fact, that the football team, the only hits that they were having were on their own sidelines fighting with each other. And by the way, did you see that those two guys were, you would say, buddies and went both went to Alabama? Yeah. Teammates? Yeah. Both in college and in the NFL? Yeah. Nice little scrap. Yeah, nice little scrap, and they were literally fighting each other on the sidelines. Yeah. Rowdy, I saw this. Ten eye-popping facts from the blowout in Arlington. Number one, the biggest point differential in the rivalry's history at 42. It was the football team's second largest loss in the last 60 years. Uh, Lawrence's pick six marks the fifth for the Cowboys in 2021, the most in franchise history. Diggs, who is insane, Aiden Diggs, Interception ties him with Everson Walls for most in a season in franchise history. Diggs is also one of only seven players since the merger to record 11 interceptions. There are four different Cowboy wide receivers with 50-plus yards in one half for the first time in franchise history. Dak Prescott became the first quarterback to throw a touchdown to a running back, tight end, wide receiver, and an offensive lineman in a regular season game. It was the first time in Cowboys history that both O-line and D-line produced a touchdown. Four passing tutties by Prescott in the first half, most in franchise history. And finally, the Cowboys' 42 points before halftime tied for most 
first half production in franchise history. Again, we go to the football team sidelines. Wow. Are the boys really that good this year, or is it just, yo, dude, look who they were playing. It was the Washington football team. <laughs> what's the, what's, as the playoffs are looming here, and we could see the Cowboys taking on the Packers, obviously, getting at Lambeau an NFC Championship game, what are the boys? If I'm going to try and defend the football team, this is how I would do it. <laughs> ton of guys out with COVID in the last week or so, and Tyler Heineke played like trash. Mm-hmm. That's about your only excuse. Your quarterback played really bad, and you've had a lot of COVID and injury issues the last week or two. So what are the boys then? Are they? Are, I mean, obviously they're a good team. Well, they're a team that has a ton of, a ton of really talented players on both sides of the football. Mm-hmm. Now Dallas, the past what we'll say like decade, fifteen years, they've always had a lot of talent. Just could never but bring it, it together. But the, yeah, exactly. They could never bring it together, whether it was on defense or offense, and they would always flame out. Right now, they're balling. They're playing well. Uh, you still have the Rams now that have caught some fire. They're eleven and four. Yep. How about that uh, win over the Vikings? You have the Buccaneers who are eleven and four, and they have a really easy schedule down the stretch. And then they just rolled the Panthers. The Cardinals, who is like everybody's Super Bowl darling. Three four weeks ago, have now lost three straight. They're ten and five. And They're falling off. They have little little comments out there saying that uh, Cliff Kingsbury yeah, might, might be on be the done. hot seat. Yeah, Kingsbury. I saw this front page CBS Sports. Kingsbury on the hot seat. How can you go from three weeks ago being a, a Super Bowl pick from a lot of people to your coach is on the hot seat three weeks later? I guess you got to lose three straight. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, you look at the NFL playoff picture right now, and man, I mean, the Packers still reign supreme as they are uh, number one seed. They got the first round by, yeah. And for Paulie and all the Bears fans out there, I just want to say, yeah, go Bears, bear down. Congratulations on the win, bear down, and beating the Seahawks, and with the win, still being eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, who knew you guys had actually a legit starting quarterback on your roster? He goes by the name of Nick Foles. As Foles is out there getting it done. So, Rowdy, Russell Wilson? Unlimited. Yeah, you got to be unlimited. You, know, you got to have a thought process of being unlimited. Is now Mr. Eliminated. Yeah. Mr. What Unlimited. What a tough season from Seattle. Mr. Unlimited. Russell Wilson is now Mr. Un, Mr. Eliminated. So, we know that when they had that um, Legion of Boom defense, they spent a lot of money trying to keep those guys around, and then they had to pay Russ. God, it seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? And that offensive line was one of the things that they really didn't throw too much money at. No. That offensive line is still horrible. It's terrible. Obviously, Russell Wilson hurt his finger and was out for multiple weeks. Russ wants out bad. Your top two, yeah, your top two running backs had season ending injuries. And your defense is no longer the Legion of Boom. It's pretty average. It's the Legion of Boo. And then you have Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll basically not getting along. Yeah, he wants out. He's done. He wants out. He, Russell Wilson wants out. Seahawks management probably wants Russell Wilson, so Pete Carroll's probably out. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a think, mess. I don't think Russ is going to be a Seahawk anymore. And there were times where Russell Wilson just didn't look like he wanted to be there. No. Yeah, how about the Bears, dude? Bear the F down as the Chicago Bears go on the road. Well, it's not Century Link anymore. I don't know. What's their new stadium called now? Whatever it is. I, they go to Seattle in the snow and bear the F down. And still, Rowdy, are what from the playoffs? Eliminated. Yep. 
not only Russell Wilson, Mr. Eliminated. And the football team is officially on its last breath here. Yeah, in the hunt, Rowdy, look at this. The Niners are that sixth seed. The Eagles fly, Eagles fly, the seventh seed. And then on the bubble, the Saints, the Vikings, the Falcons, and as you just suggested, yes, the football team is, is I think they're about the flat line. I don't even think, you know, the, I, they're done. The paddles, when you come and shot. And the Saints play tonight against the Dolphins. Yeah, and Tua's balling. And did you see who might be playing quarterback for the Saints? Because book. Yes, correct. Yeah. Notre Dame quarterback last year. Practice squad. Yeah. As Taysom Hill stinks and Trevor Simeon stinks too. That line actually flipped quite a bit too. What's that? It started at New Orleans favored by three and a half. Now the Dolphins are favored by three. Mm. So right now. And that's the difference between Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon to Ian Ian Book. Book. That's that's remember when Packer fans desperately wanted Taysom Hill so bad. I'm sorry, not Packer fans, cheese heads. Yeah, how's it looking now? Packers are the number one seed, twelve and three. Cowboys, weed and boys with uh let's just state the facts. I mean I'm a highly successful NFL head coach. Big Mike, second seed. And you know what's gonna be cool this upcoming week, obviously the Green Bay Packers play the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. You look at San Francisco and the Eagles, both at eight and seven. New Orleans playing tonight could potentially be eight and seven or seven and eight, depending on whether they win or not. Mm-hmm. If the 49ers and Eagles can win next week and the Packers can beat the Vikings, they will have eliminated the Minnesota Vikings next week. And they'd be joining Russell Wilson as Mr. Uneliminated. I've got to work on saying that. But yeah, boys, two seed Rams, three seed after beating the Vikings. The Buccaneers just spanked. The Panthers are the four seed. The Cardinals dropping and dropping fast, the fifth. And then again, like I just said earlier, the Niners, the sixth, and the Eagles fly, Eagles fly. How about the Detroit Lions? I think they're they're two, 12, and one. They could have won. There's not a ton of talent on that team. Tim Boyle was the starting quarterback yesterday against the Atlanta Falcons, and they might be the best two, 12, and one team (laughs) I've ever seen. They're a covering machine. They covered again. On Sunday. They've covered almost all their games. They play hard for, for Campbell, but they're just not good. No, but they cover. Well, so they're not good, Rowdy, but good teams win, and what great teams cover. So what really are the Lions? I guess they're great. You are what your record is, 2-12-1. and one. <laughs> All right, and so they, they suck. And they potentially could have, like, five wins this year. All right, so they suck. They could. They cover, yeah, they though. They had a lot of close games where they were right there. They cover, though, boy. I tell you what. Ho, 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 ho. That was the sound of Baker Mayfield delivering presents to all the good little girls and boys at Lambeau Field. Not one, not two, not three, but four INTs, count them, Rowdy, four interceptions to be delivered out at Lambeau to have everyone have a very Merry Christmas. We thank you, Santa Mayfield. We appreciate that. Rowdy, Baker Mayfield was was delivering a holiday cheer and joy at Lambeau Field. It was a guy that just came off the COVID list and then brought his sack of goodies and just handed them out. Rasul Douglas must have been on the very nice list as he now has five interceptions for his campaign this year, two on Saturday, and then he has also two pick sixes as well uh, in previous games. But how about that defense and Rasul Douglas? Devontae Adams called him a superstar as well did Aaron Rodgers. Is Rasul Douglas and Alan Lazard Rowdy also proclaimed after the game, you got to pay that man his money. Is Rasul Douglas 
jumping ahead of the line of Jair Alexander, Devontae Adams, what to do with Aaron Rodgers to pay him big money to save the Green Bay Packers defense? Yeah, what a ride for Rasul Douglas getting into camp in August, being cut, and then joining the Texans for six days, getting cut, Mm. and then spending like two months on the Arizona practice squad. And then get cut. And here he comes as the Green Bay Packer, and he's like the second coming. Yeah, in honor of Christmas. There he is. How about that? Rasul Douglas, absolutely incredible this season. And he was on the street. You know, Devondre Campbell, another guy on the street, picked up by the Packers, absolutely electric. Rasul Douglas, what he's been able to do is uh, crazy. Well, I think you've seen a lot of people lately, too, talking about Brian Gutekunst and the job he's done just basically since he took over mm-hmm. and he's finally starting to get kind of that, that notice that he's been doing a pretty damn good job. But I think another thing for Packer fans is kind of like the, we told you so, or we told Ted so for like the longest time yeah. is going out and giving these free agents that have some ability and have had some success in the past that have been around opportunities. And, and Goody's we appreciate done that. We appreciate the opportunity. Goody's done that this year. And guess what? Uh, he's hit on some big ones. Big time. Like, think about who he's picked up late. Devondre Campbell was in late August, if I remember correctly. He's been roughly a Pro Bowl level guy. And he was a guy he that snubbed. He, he's played years in the league where he was a starter, has shown some flashes. Yep. Then the Rasul Douglas pickup. I mean, we just talked about him. Everyone knows he's, he's played really, really well for the Green Bay Packers. He was a guy that started. He was a guy that's played in the NFL. He's played real snaps. And then you got to talk about the two failures. Quentin Dunbar, also a guy that's played some some snaps for the Cowboys and has been a name. Jalen Smith. He didn't work out. Jalen Smith. Exactly. Jalen Smith played some had some pretty good years. Was a pro bowler yeah. for the Cowboys. He didn't work out. But I mean, it was that was low risk, high reward exactly. for the Packers. And then you had Whitney Merciless, who by no fault of his own was got, working out. Yeah, got what is his bicep was his bicep torn? So, so or his pack or, pack pack or something. So yeah, he, like he was looking like he's going to work out. Then unfortunately, yeah, he, he he played some good snaps for the Packers in what was it like two games, and then he did that. Yeah, and then you look at what Lafleur has done as well. Look at the offensive line for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Yash Nijman has been absolutely stellar. I think it's ne- Neiman or <laughs> Nye- I can't even say it. He got hurt. Yeah, well, and then yeah, he came he back good. and played well. Yeah, he's, and he played well. Here's the thing: he's playing good, so it's probably I know it's it's Josh, but with a Y. Yash, I think it's Nyman. I'm pretty sure it's Nyman. Yeah, I think you're right. Yash, Nyman. Now, he's been electric, too. I mean, this guy, everyone on this line for the Packers, someone gets injured, next guy steps up and just balls out. And this goes on to the eye of Brian Gutekunst being like, you know what, I like this guy. Well, yeah, look at your center position. You had Josh Myers, who's no longer there, but he was playing pretty well as a rookie out of Ohio State till he, what do you have, like a little knee surgery? Yeah. And then, not only that, but Royce Newman. Now, now he stepped on Rodgers, making that toe hurt a little more. To, to Royce says. Newman playing right guard has played pretty well, though I've seen a lot of people on Twitter giving him flack about uh, struggling with stunts. But overall, for a rookie that is not in the first two days on the offensive line, played pretty well. Yeah, he really did. Uh, back to Rasul Douglas. He met with the media, obviously, after the game, a star of the show. Two interceptions. He was talking about getting four picks collectively as a team off of Baker or Mayfield. I mean, we caught one early. We were just like, oh, let's try to get more. And then uh, we caught another one. And then it was just like, who next? Kind of like everybody 
We're just figuring like we could just all get one. Now, um, obviously, again, Baker Mayfield's like Santa Claus out there. But Rowdy Mayfield, what do we put him at? Like high teens, low twenties. High 20s? teens at the best, yeah, probably low twenties. Now on COVID, uh, coming off the COVID list, obviously, he had that uh, Instagram post where he flew in on his own plane because he got cleared up the list, and there he was in Green Bay. He's not good. Baker Mayfield's not. He ain't it. All right. I, I mean, rightfully so. We've been talking about Rasul Douglas quite a bit. Mm. What about another draft pick by Goody, Eric? Eric uh, Stokes. Stokes. Yeah. Stokes, I mean, overall, I think he's played pretty decent for a guy that is thrusted Thrust in there. Because remember what, at the beginning of the year what we expected from Eric Stokes? It was for him to be like the third guy and kind of learn. Just cutting, cutting your teeth. Yeah, from Jair Alexander and Kevin King. Kevin King is hardly playing anymore. At least, yeah. He's obviously falling, falling pretty far why. off the roster. Yeah. But how about Eric Stokes? I mean, coming in here, having to be thrusted in because of an Alexander injury because Kevin King just really stinks. And at the time they didn't have Rasul Douglas or some of these guys that have played well, but we do know why Eric Stokes played corner. Yes. Cause he's been hitting the hands multiple times in the last few weeks. And I don't think he's caught one. No, uh, back to Rasul Douglas. Though. I was undone with him yet though. Rasul Douglas on that penalty that uh, should have listened. I think we all are comfortable in saying, that the referees definitely should have called defensive holding or pass interference at the end of that game there after the game ceiling interception by Rasul Douglas. But here's the thing. I'm not going to apologize for it. I don't think anyone in that team is going to apologize for it. Rasul Douglas talks about knowing what they can get away with and what they can't in the secondary without getting penalized. Here you go. Uh, just a feel for the game. Uh, just feeling them out and uh, just knowing once the ball is in the air, you can't really touch them. That's just really just a feel of the game. And knowing what the refs are calling, uh, they kind of was letting us play today. Uh, so you you love those refs, Rowdy. I also love those kind of refs. Now, if I was a, a Browns fan on the opposing side, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed, but I'm not. So I'm titillated, if you will. Speaking of not apologizing, which Rowdy, last time I checked, we're a big proponent of not apologizing. Correct? Yep. We don't apologize for anything for sure for the last two years, and we'll continue to do so. Rasul Douglas also on team not apologize. A win is a win, and you got to get it however it comes. Every game is not going to be pretty or how we want it to be. I mean, we wish we could just blow everybody out and win it all, but games are not going to be like that. But there are always things we need to tighten up on as a defense. Uh, we'll watch it together as a team. We'll hold each other accountable, hold ourselves accountable of what we put on tape, and just try to get better as much as we can. Man, how what a novel idea, holding yourself accountable for what you do and not apologize. I, Man, I like that. Now, question, Rowdy. Devontae Adams called Rasul Douglas a superstar. Aaron Rodgers called Rasul Douglas a superstar. I'm going to play Rasul Douglas, his reaction, and then we're going to talk about it. It means a lot. I mean, I don't think I'm a superstar yet. I think we, we have two superstars in our team, 12 and 17. Uh, but, yeah, it means a lot. I'm just trying to just keep working, uh, just keep trying to mean something to the team. Is he truly a superstar? Let me ask you a question before I answer that. Yes. Who are superstar corners that come to your mind from the last decade? I mean, you could just go <laughs> last night and digs. I mean, he's, like he's only had eleven interceptions. He, he's hit the scene for one year. Yeah, Russell Douglas does not come to my mind as a superstar corner. Honestly, for the last decade, the only ones that really come to my mind that are true superstars for more than like a handful of games or one year, you had Revis Island. Oh yeah, Darrell Revis. You had. Patrick Peterson in his prime with the Cardinals, and you had Sherman. 
Those are like the only. Don't you talk about the best? Those are like the only three guys that come to mind that were legit superstars at that position for more than like a year. Did you say Stephon Gilmore? No, I mean he's good, but do you yeah. really think superstar? Mm. Like I, when I think of superstar, I think of like the best of the best at your position. Like when yeah. we say superstar quarterbacks, you're Tom Brady, Akeem Talib, and the. Snatching chains. See, I wouldn't even put him as a superstar. I'm trying to th- He's good. Patrick Peterson, uh, Peterson, Sherman, and Revis were the three for the last decade. Yeah, if you got your own island, Revis Island, you're a superstar. Does Does Rasul Douglas have his own island? And plus, Rasul Douglas came to the Packers in October. It's still December. I mean, he hasn't even been here three months. What five interceptions so far this year? Two pick sixes. Game, I'm saying game sealer against the Cardinals. He's going on a nice little three month streak here for the Packers. And everyone's everyone's got to you know start somewhere, right? Is Rasul Douglas now carving out a nice little niche for himself as a superstar in the waiting in the wings? I'll call him a nice player over the last three months, but <laughs> I think it's a it's very nice of Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams to call <laughs> him a superstar. It's very nice. Let's go to the phones quick. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Rasul, you is that your, you? You got your Maytag man. What's up, Zach? You, you guys are forgetting Josh Norman. Josh Norman. Remember Josh Norman? Yeah. Dude dude was dude was an absolute baller when he was with uh Carolina and then eventually Washington. I, I mean, can believe he's dude, on the Niners now. He's on the Niners now, but he's not he's a shell of his former self, of course. Uh but no uh, Xavier Rhodes Rasul Douglas, man, he that first interception where he baited Baker Mayfield into thinking he was going to the inside. <laughs> That, how many times do you actually see a cornerback make such a heads-up play like that? Very few. I, he is a smart, a very smart cornerback. I, I think if he's not at a superstar level, he is definitely getting there because he's a rising first, star. He's a rising star. That that's an absolutely perfect way to say it. He is going to be a dominant corner in this league. Just from that first interception alone, how he baited Baker Mayfield to throw Jarvis Landry's way, it it was textbook. Textbook. Absolutely. I mean, you put baiting a quarterback in the dictionary – that video will play. I mean, Ooh. seriously, that is it is Ooh. that that was that good. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that was just." Mm. Yeah, I, I, was, profession. I was speechless. Mm-hmm. I was I was absolutely speechless. Chef's when I kiss, saw that. So, Zach. If you were the Packers and Brian Gutekunst, and you were willing to throw money at Rasul Douglas, how much would you be willing to pay him? Depends on how much I got at this point, you know, because I mean, the Packers are in are are kind of in uh, salary cap jail, aren't they? I mean, yeah. I guess it's they gonna, got some big names coming it's up. Gonna too. come out. It's it's we're gonna have to see what the cap is going to be raised to next year because this year didn't it shrink a little bit. Yeah, it shrank it to like it did I think it was one eighty something, and now it's it's expected to grow to about two oh three. So it was roughly. 20 million. Now the Packers projected salary cap staying where it was is like minus 30 some million starting next year. Okay. Mm, okay. So I, I, he's, de- he's definitely worth, uh, you know, four or five mil. I, I think I'm I, with you on that number. I think that number is not bad for a guy that played really well for three months. Hey, I, I mean, look, the guy, the guy leads the league in pick sixes. Mm. 
He has four interceptions in the last four weeks. Mm. He is starting to be that kind of guy that can take away half a field. Will you anoint him his own island? Are we on Douglas Island yet? I, I, I don't. I don't know if we can. Camp we can Douglas. Do that. I mean, he, I don't think he's Darrell Revis. Uh, you know, I don't think he's at that point yet. But he's. I guess we're going to have to see how he does in the playoffs. I mean, as long as he doesn't fade away in the playoffs, like uh, like Kevin King. Okay, did I got last it. Year. I got it right here. We maybe not an island, but we can give him a camp. Camp Douglas is home to the Folk Field Air National Guard base. He is, you know, essentially. Guarding because he's on the defense. The, the air guard. Cam- yeah, and it's I, an air. Camp Douglas. Camp Doug. You know what? I'll do it. I dig it. Right I, here. You just I heard it right here. He it. does not have an island yet. No, no. That's when you get paid more money, you can buy an island. Right now, Camp Douglas. Beautiful. I'm in. Done. Love it. Love it. Zach, love, love you, you. We'll see you. See you, buddy. All right, it's official. Until he gets paid to afford said island, right now we are awarding him his own camp. Rasul Douglas, from here on out, you'll be referred to as Camp Douglas, the Air Force base, Rowdy. What do you think? I, I can get on board with that. Thank I mean, you. Okay, if Rowdy's on board, that means I, I got a winner here. Rowdy's hard to please. Rowdy, I think we I think we got it. Camp Douglas, Rasul Douglas. Yeah. Done. Done. He's explosive, too. Done. And it's in Wisconsin. It all, wor- it all works. There it is. Yeah, I, I did see that salary cap projection for the Packers. They're the second to last team. Yeah, I know they're in, they're in. They're not. That's why it's like in a perfect world where we can sign and spend as much money or in the MLB. Yes, they could give Rasul Douglas a nice contract. I love it, dude. I love it. And I also love Camp Douglas. It has so many different connotations with it. You know, you got the you're guarding, you got Air Force. It's a base. Rasul Douglas does all of that. Camp Douglas. Rasul, my man. All right, Rowdy. Uh, 608-321-1670, Twitter Zone Madison. Just kind of asking if there is luck. Now, obviously, it's both. Don't get me wrong, but we don't like doing uh, the, the easy route here. All right. Lucky or good? Packers sit at 12-3. and three. A lot of games have been really lucky. But also, God, there's a lot of uh, big-time you know, professional athletes who are the greatest of the great saying the reason why I am good is because I put myself in that position. And when luck is there, I'm good. And luck affords it to me to get on the winning side of things. So there's that. Then there's this question too, Rowdy. Our guy, Shane Iraq on Twitch says, is Douglas a superstar or is Baker Mayfield just below average? (laughs) Or is Baker Mayfield half a star? (laughs) Sorry. I watched longest yard over the weekend. It was on TV. The original or the Adam Sandler? No, the Adam Sandler one. I mean, that's a good one right there. What is, what are the, see, I voted in this poll. What'd you vote? I took, Packers are just good. You're 12 and three. Same. It's the NFL where in the regular season, you don't have to blow teams out like college football to get in the top of the rankings. And then when you go through the games, their first four games where they started out three and one, there was nothing lucky about that. The Saints game was just downright disgusting. But uh, (laughs) after that, you, you could say that they got lucky against the Bengals, but also the Bengals kicker sucked too. Like yeah, he's him bad. and Crosby like matched each other with being how bad They're they like, were. Hold my beer. I'm gonna go suck more than you. Yeah, they still won. Then you look at the next 
three games, there was nothing lucky about beating the Cardinals. They outplayed them. And, Rasul, were, and Camp Douglas, Rasul Douglas already picked off freaking Kyler Murray's air assault in the end zone. They were shorthanded with no Devontae Adams on a short week. Yep. You can't say they got lucky against the Chiefs. You'd say they're unlucky that Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID. Seahawks, they weren't lucky. They Seahawks stink. Yeah. Played bad against the Vikings in the first half. I wouldn't say they were lucky against the Rams, the Bears. I think the only two, three, three games I could say they were lucky in. Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Cleveland. And even in the Cleveland and the Baltimore games... They were clearly outplaying them in the first half and had a big lead and just let them creep back into it at the end. Yep. I would say those are the only three that I can find. And you could argue that all three of them at times you were up either big or both kickers suck so bad you just won a war of attrition. (laughs) All right, here it is. Step aside, Revis Island. Camp Douglas is in full effect. Ezra Sewell Douglas reigns supreme on that Packers defense. We'll hear from Brett Favre coming up. I think the only thing that's a little disheartening is the fact that two of those three lucky games that you would consider just happen to be back-to-back and are at the end of the season. I think that's why people are freaking out more. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet? You win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Brett Lorenzo Favre. What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. Actually, I'm in town to congratulate Aaron Rodgers for passing my 442 mark, you dumbass. Congratulations, man, on passing my touchdown record. I have one request. Go get us another Super Bowl. Congrats. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what a ride it's been for Aaron Rodgers. First round pick in 05. You think Favre, and we talked about this in the 6 o'clock hour already, but now that we've, you know, rubbed the sleepies out of our eyes, saving the environment, planting one tree in a time and having a fake tree at home, using our reusable mugs. You think Brett Favre was a little salty about that? Well, I bet everyone, if you held a record deep down, never wants it to be broken. And I don't think Brett Favre openly contacted the Packers if he knew Aaron Rodgers was tied with him for most passing touchdowns for a career with the Green Bay Packers. Was like, I need to send a video to Aaron Rodgers. It needs to play on the uh, the big board at Lambeau. You think Mark I'm Murphy made the sure call? The Green Bay Packers contacted Brett. You Favre. think Mark Murphy made the call? He's like, hey. Hey, gunslinger. Yeah. Well, we got this. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but we got history coming up here at Christmas. Could you do me a solid and record a video really quick? Favre's like, yeah, how long it got to be? Uh, make it like, can you make it about it like 30 seconds? Best I can do is 10 seconds. Best I can do is 10 seconds. You know you know how, how long uh, is this video? the last few years Rodgers has referred to Brett Favre as Farvey. Yeah, Farvey. And it turns out there's a few other guys from the past that have referred to him as Farvey. Never heard it before till this year, but apparently according to Mike Clemens, yes. You know, it doesn't really work with Roger's last name, Rogery. It, Raji. It, yeah, it doesn't that really work. That sounds like work. BJ Raji. Maybe that's why everyone just calls him 12. You can't throw the E at the end 12-y. of his last name. 12E. And that's why he said, 
because he didn't even refer to him as hey Aaron or it was strictly a 12 congratulations man on passing my touchdown record I have one request go get us another Super Bowl Okay, that video actually wasn't even 10 seconds long. Favre talked for eight seconds. That was Favre's, that was Favre's passing of the torch. Hey, hey, 12. Uh, congrats, I guess. Go get a Super Bowl. Do you think he made the Packers pay a um, yes. cameo fee? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you think Favre did that for free? There ain't no way. Y'all, if you want me to y'all tell Aaron Rodgers that he broke my record, you better be our pony up, man. I Could, got I got taxes to pay for my Favre Enterprise in Mississippi. They're on my ass. I can't believe how much some of those cameo people make from that. Oh, I know, dude. It's insane. Like you know those idiot island boys? You ever seen those guys? I, I've seen them. I don't I don't they know where they like, came from. Are they, they like they rappers? Came, they came from an island. They're island boys. I, I don't know where they, they came from. Miami, I think they're. They're the rowdy. They're the the scounge of the earth. That's what they are. They're not rappers. I, they're just I, losers. Just what I. They're, I don't know where they. They're came losers from. I, that look like freak shows, and people make fun of them and make they make money off of it, and then they'll be gone in about fifteen days. Yeah, I honestly just assumed that they were like some low level rapper that did a dumb video, and then they were on. Yeah. Yeah, they look like freakazoids, and then people make fun of them, and they make money off of it. They make buku cash off a of cameo, though. Bu buku. Probably more than Brett Favre charged uh, Mark Murphy to have that video at Lambo. For eight seconds. Yeah, for eight seconds. I guarantee it. Because I'm an island boy. And I heard that Mark Murphy actually paid him for 10 seconds, and now they're going to have to go uh, look into those payments. <laughs> like the that Mississippi they State Auditor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Farvey. Yeah, Favre didn't seem uh, too pleased, but I think, I don't know. What did you say earlier uh, in the 6 o'clock hour? I don't think there is. Peachy Keen and Hunky Dory is no. I think they're uh, buddy buddy in public, but you know they're not. They definitely like you know. They might congratulate each other here and there for different things that the other has done, but overall, I I don't think they text on a regular basis. Okay, something Aaron Rodgers will never break, and I don't think something any quarterback will ever break. What's more impressive, four hundred forty-two touchdowns for Brett Lorenzo Far for the Packers, or the Iron Man streak for the old gunslinger? Well. When you look at touchdowns, what did we say? Aaron Rodgers is in the top five now for all-time touchdowns. Yeah. There's only four other people that <laughs> have thrown that many more. Brett Favre, 321 consecutive starts, including playoffs. And, yeah, the Iron Streak, the Iron Man streak, no one's going to touch. Brett Favre's all-time interception record. It, you figured it out at Aaron Rodgers' pace. Aaron Rodgers had to play for how many years to break Favre's? It was roughly 50 years in the NFL total. Rodgers would have to play for another 50 years. No, no, 50-year no, career. Oh, 50-year career. Yeah. Rodgers had a 50-year career to break Brett Favre's interception record. At his current rate. At his current rate. See, that's the thing. That So, actually, the interception record, when you think about it, is actually really impressive. It's, it's insanely impressive. For Brett Favre, because one, he threw that many interceptions, but two, he was around long enough and that good to throw that many interceptions. And three, Rowdy, with those interceptions, never get benched. Like Hence the consecutive Ironman streak. Think about, think about some of those guys that have thrown a lot of interceptions in seasons. And you think of the 30-30 season from Jameis Winston. Yeah. Now, Jameis Winston was signed with the Saints originally as to be Drew Brees' backup. Mm -hmm. A lot of the guys that throw a lot of picks, like we'll talk about Baker Mayfield threw four in one game against the Packers. Yeah, he was trying to break Brett Favre's all-time interception streak. 
if you throw that many, a lot of those guys don't last very long in the NFL. But Brett Favre was still throwing so many touchdowns and winning so many games with the Packers. He did stick around. Yeah. So that's kind of an impressive record. He has that many, and he was as good as he was. Oh, my God, hands down. Yeah, Brett Favre, the fact that the Ironman streak is untouchable. Well, I don't know with the way they protect quarterbacks now, but you know, you could have a hangnail, and some franchises will put you on the IR. Aaron Charles Rogers, now your all-time touchdown passer for the Green Bay Packers, surpassing Brett Lorenzo Favre. Aaron Rodgers, Rowdy, uh, when he got to the podium, uh, obviously talking about you know making history, the all-natural connection between him and Alan Lazard. How about that from everyone wanting to cancel Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard to now celebrating the ground they walk on? It's funny how winning cures all. Uh, but, Rowdy, when it comes to Rodgers, initially on the podium, he does talk about the record, right? But he talks about first Rasul Douglas, who is huge. And a topic of conversation today, Rasul Douglas, and will be moving forward, as Devontae Adams called him a superstar, as well to Darren Rodgers. Well, I think oftentimes the idea of being a role player is, is looked at as you're a secondary contributor. But we have guys who play important roles for us. I'm not saying – I don't think Rasul's a role player. He's a star. I mean, he's he's got incredible ball skills. He's around the football all the time. Uh, and he's changed He's changed our team. You know, he really has. <sighs> Rasul Douglas getting a lot of love from the big-timers – of the Green Bay Packers. Now, Rowdy, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and catching that touchdown pass, or I'm sorry, throwing the touchdown pass to surpass Brett Favre to Alan Lazard, he talks about breaking the record. To throw 443 on double stick, one of the first concepts I learned as a rookie in this offense, pretty cool. Um, been a long, uh, long career. And to break a record like that on a simple simple play like that, a staple of, of West Coast offense, pretty, pretty cool. The West Coast offense reigns supreme, Rowdy, for Aaron Rodgers. More special for the record as well from number 12. Yeah, they're playing inside leverage and then off. We had a different route on, just kind of adjusted the route slightly uh, from inbreakers to outbreakers. And felt like Allen was going to win based on the leverage pre-snap. He caught it and, you know, made a dive to the end zone. I wasn't quite sure if he was in or not. It was one of those, I think they called it touchdown because they weren't 100% sure. And then they were looking at it, looking at it. But the celebration had started. Lucas picked me up and I got to celebrate with the guys. It was really special. So Aaron Rodgers, obviously emotional. Um, did you see the the cameraman that was dressed as Santa Claus falling around everywhere too? Did you ever see that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that guy's living his best life, man. Uh, Rodgers, though, talks about um, when it comes to um, Devontae Adams. Well, because Devontae Adams really wanted the dude. Devontae Adams wanted that bad. And we were talking about that as the game started. You know, he's trying to horse himself into the end zone. Now, he did end up finding Devontae Adams, obviously. Uh, 67 is how many touchdowns Rodgers and Adams have now combined for in the careers. It's the most by any duo in team history. Yes, passing Rodgers and Jordy Nelson. Rodgers uh, talks about that. When you start stacking up the numbers for Devontae, it's mind-blowing. I really feel like he's the best player that i played with. And I, I said that to him the other night, actually. I was just thinking about him and having a lot of gratitude for our friendship and the fact that I get to play with him for so many years now. And I just felt like I wanted to tell him that because it, it's true. So here's this, Rowdy. Devontae Adams, we'll talk about this when it comes to the game itself. Uh, Devontae Adams, he had a hell of a game in the first half. He was absolutely, you know, crushing and then the Packers went away from what everything that made them successful in the first half to just being conservative and playing not to lose in the second half. Real quick, Rodgers talks 
on Devontae collecting the NFL best 10-plus catches, 100-plus yards, and two touchdowns in a game for eight times. Yeah, he's a special player, and nobody I've seen has that ability to continue to reinvent himself even inside of a game and set routes up the way he does. He's a fantastic player. So, Rowdy, before we get into it, Rodgers was talk, uh, talking about and asked about from the media about taking the foot off the gas pedal. It was like the ghost of Christmas past. Mike McCarthy was smiling down upon Lambeau Field, LaFleur with two bizarre challenges, and then playing not to lose at the end. Didn't it feel like Mike McCarthy was okay. there in spirit? Okay, we got to talk. We got to talk oh, yeah. about these two because yeah, we're going to. On, on well, I want to play this. I want to play this quick. I want to play this quick from Rogers, and then we'll get into it. Rogers talks about taking the foot off the gas. Yeah, Matt and I had a conversation. I'm sure he's on that as well. But hindsight is 2020 often, and Matt's been calling a great season. You know, we just gotta we gotta find out exactly what we want to do in those situations, and and then go do it, and just trust. You know, put the ball in my hand, give me opportunity to deal the ball to Devontae or anybody else is open, and, and go close out games in that situation. Was the first one the the catch that should have been a catch but wasn't? No, he, the one that he, the first one he, I think for the, he challenged the two was the one challenges. where they, he, they called it a catch and he challenged it wasn't. When I think everybody watched it was like, that's a catch. Yeah. Well, I thought he challenged if it was a catch and they said it wasn't a catch. I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of like the slant that Cleveland ran for a first down and the guy clearly caught it, got tackled by, I believe it was Rasul Douglas and he challenged it saying he didn't catch oh, it. Oh yeah. Okay. Then loses the challenge. Yeah. And then on that on that uh, challenge, they had like the biggest fact ever. It was the little nugget. He's now 40% challenging in his Packer tenure as the head coach. And the league average is right around, I think it was at 46. There's it something... was just, just under 50. But did you hear about Big Mike? Because everyone likes to compare him to Big Mike, yeah. last coach. Oh, yeah. B- uh, Big Mike and... always... Effed up on challenges. Yeah, people always considered Big Mike as a guy that didn't have very good people challenges or and didn't a yeah, mind for challenging. Didn't have very good, you know, time management. Yeah, and timeout management. Yeah, and replay management. We know that Green Bay likes to hire from within in a lot of different positions in the organization. Uh-huh. Are the Green Bay analysts? Just not that good. The people that are supposed to be because they have people up there like yeah. calling them like yeah you should challenge us or no because don't challenge even us. in the broadcast when he threw that flag on the on the slant that was on fourth down that they called a a catch and he challenged it said it wasn't it was clearly a catch yeah they go, I think it was Aikman who goes he must jo- he must have just got bad intel on that one from upstairs then they must have bad intel for the last like twenty years Mike McCarthy in Dallas is over fifty percent challenging Big Mike. And the what's the league average? Forty six percent. It's like yeah, and he's so, and Big Mike's one of the better ones in the NFL this year. Big Mike, one of the better challengers in the NFL, to Matt Lafleur, who is one of the worst. Wow. Let's just state the facts. I mean, I'm a highly successful NFL head coach. It's it's is it the Green Bay analyst? Is it the same guys that have been sitting there the last fifteen years? They must have some either dirt on Mark Murphy or they got like the cush, most cush job ever and they don't care. Like I don't exactly know who's doing it or how they hire him or if it's if Matt LaFleur's analysts are the same as Mike McCarthy's from a few years ago, but it's pretty wild when Mike McCarthy really struggled at it to in Green Bay to be being one of, the best. one of the best and he was over 50%. Yeah, Matt LaFleur, the challenges were um, mind-boggling. Boggling and bottling. And then you look at the conservative play calling at the end of the game, playing not to lose. Like, what the hell are you doing? Maybe it's just a Wisconsin thing. I guess it is. Because Craig Council 
and the Milwaukee Brewers <laughs> in 2018 were like hitting at like a 20 some percent clip. Remember that when it was just egregious on Well, they were the worst in the in Major League Baseball. Yeah. It was and it was egregious. Like players were clearly out and they'd be ruled safe, and he challenged it. And they're like, no, they're still safe. And we have the conspiracy theory that uh, the MLB was out to get the Brewers for that. We'll talk more about it. But first, uh, line one, welcome to the show. Who's this? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Hey, Bobby. I'm doing great, man. One second, Bobby. I just got to throw this person on hold too. I'm doing great, Bobby. How are you? I hope you had a merry Christmas. I did. Living the dream, brother. Living the dream. So I'm glad you brought up the catch, which was clearly a catch. So. Yeah. Again, it questions whether we should even have instant replay since they can't even get it right. Sometimes you look at it, it's like, am I taking crazy pills? Do they have different angles that I don't see? Because everything that I'm looking at would point to it being a catch. That was that was insanity. So, But I wanted to go back to you said, are they lucky yeah, or are lucky, they good? Lucky or good. I see, you know, I'm, my gut feeling is that they're getting lucky. Like this team... I feel like, and I was gonna, this is my actual question to you guys, do you feel like they are either going to win the Super Bowl or they're going to get beat in the first round? Like, <laughs> I feel like it's going to go either really north or really south. Well, thankfully, if we go in this vein, the playoffs will run through the north, Green Bay, so therefore it'll go north. But don't you feel like the teams like that, like you can't put your finger on it, like, this is the reason we're going to go to the Super Bowl, or this is the reason that we're not like there's. Well, for the longest time, I thought this. Side, I thought this. I thought the, for the longest time, I thought the special teams would bite us in the ass. Now I'm like, well, the defense is kind of like like Chubb was running. Out. Rumor is Chubb's still running around Lambeau Field, you know, no one touching him, and then they're letting him into the game, and they're the conservative play calling. Like if it's one thing, it's not a. It's another thing, but overall, I feel like this is a team of destiny. Destiny, Bob. You, you. I wish I could jump on your bandwagon, dude. Right now, I just, I Come am aboard. not feeling it, Bob. We got, like we, got, we, got, we got, we got, booze, Bob. If the season ended today, obviously the Packers have a bye first round, but second round, if top seeds won, it would be Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Lambeau for the divisional series. That would be that would be that would be a sight to see, obviously. So, but um, what if you had Big Mike and the boys coming for an NFC Championship game? Oh, now see that would be amazing. I would love it. That would be amazing. Yes, I think I'd rather see the Bucks up here though, because I would love a little revenge against Brady. Yes, agreed. I mean, but so with Bobby, Brady, you're not feeling you feel this team's gonna get bounced then once uh, divisional round. I, you come know, on, I, baby, come I on, just, dude. You know me, like. I'm green and gold to my soul. <laughs> I like that. And I just, I need them to put together a good game. I need them to put together a solid win. 12-3, and three, best team in the NFL, better. though, Bobby. Best team in the NFL. Okay, we know what regular season best team means. That means That means nothing. Grant Bill celebrates it and we want Super Bowls. Oh, that's right. We'll take second place. And that wasn't his claim to fame as second, two seconds are better than a first. I, I, I think he's, yes, it is. I think he's listening, so that's why I bring it up. Uh, okay, well, tell him two seconds are not as good as a first, just FYI. <laughs> Bob, if we go back, I think the best complete game they've played most recently is probably the LA Rams. Agreed. And that was three weeks ago. Yeah, see, that's, that's what scares me. Like, we're not trending in the right direction. I mean,. We got one guy who thinks a two-point conversion is a great idea, and we got a pass interference call that was sketchy that wasn't called 
or those two games would have went completely in the other direction. But you can then, Bob. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, right? We have Lady Luck on our side then. That I 100% agree with that, and you got to be a little lucky to make it to the to the to the show. So I agree with that. I just I'd love to see him put some games together that I feel like we're hitting on all cylinders. Sorry, we are sorry, clearly I, not. I have to correct myself, Bob. It's 2021, almost 2022. We have person luck on our side. Sorry. Whatever way you want to put it, I'll take it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> this might just all right, gentlemen. see you, Bobby. We love you. I, all right, much, much, love. much love. Have a good day. You too, Bobby. This is just me as like a fan and like a, a football fan. Yeah. I want to see. I don't care. Actually, I would prefer McCarthy and the Cowboys in the divisional and then the rematch with Brady and the Buccaneers in the uh, NFC Championship game. I want them both. But, yeah, I want to play those two teams. I want them. And, obviously, I want the Packers to win. Now, those are also bad. probably the two toughest teams for the Green Bay Packers that are up there. I want them, Rowdy. But as a fan, I want to see McCarthy and the Cowboys in Lambeau, and I want to see Tom Brady in a rematch in Lambeau. Whoever was on line two, I literally was just going to press go on you, and you hung up. Probably was uh, probably was Booze Hound Charlie anyways. All right, so, yes, 608-321-1670. Bobby is on the luck side of things here, Rowdy. In fact, let's go look at our Twitter poll. At Zone Madison, and you can call it in as well at 608-321-1670. Or our guy J8 Krebs, my man Krebs has tweeted in, let's see here, 74.1% saying they're a good team, while 259 say lucky with over 350 votes coming in. Our guy J8 Krebs, though, says Packers are lucky. They have 12, the best player in the NFL. Okay? That is true. Uh, Full mind's blowing up. Uh, they also have Devontae, one of the best players in the NFL. Uh, line one, who's this? Charles Johnson, a football player. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, line two, who's this? Hey, boys, Kyle. Hey, Kyle, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, man, hopefully you guys had a Merry Christmas. I had a great Christmas, Kyle. It was uh, I got out of Dane County. I went to Dodgeville. I went to Lacrosse. I had friends and family. I hugged them. I kissed them. I had a good time, and it was beautiful. I would have done the same in Dane County, too, but it was a great time. How about you? Right, me as well, man. Actually, it was a it was a really good Christmas. Christmas Eve was real nice. Uh, uh, stayed home and played some board games with the family. Love it. Uh, There's nothing better than family time, you know. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it was great. Well, uh, you know, love? I I want to call in and say I can't agree more with Bob. God. What? Honestly, I, this this Packer team needs to wake the hell up, man, because it's going to be a hell of a long time before we get back to another Super Bowl if they don't get there this year. Yeah. I don't, I, just, <laughs> I, mean, I don't have a good feeling doing? about it. You know, the last three weeks, they have been absolutely nothing but lucky. Now, now, take me through your emotions as, you know, it's the first half, the Packers look like they're steamrolling, Baker Mayfield's coughing up interceptions here and there, and then the second half comes around as they hang on to win. What were you thinking, Kyle? Uh, Vikings. I had visions of the Vikings game again. Oh, God. You know, I mean, it was like, it's like Baker Mayfield couldn't give for more more freaking balls for us, you know, and, and and we couldn't do what we needed to do with it. And the the defense, I just, I don't know, I I, I can't put my finger on it, you know, kind of like Bobby. I just I don't know what's so, going on with this team. I I think they they definitely obviously got the it factor, but they gotta they gotta self reflect or whatever they gotta do and figure it out. So you're on the luck side of things then. Absolutely. Yeah. And, Kyle, hopefully we'll be lucky enough to get Wisconsin basketball. I know you love them as I do. 
Uh, hopefully they're playing again uh, Wednesday after they got canceled against George Mason. Uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of, lot of withdrawals right now. <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm, it's like I'm forgetting about it, man. So, yeah. Uh, Kyle, I'm glad you had a good Christmas, man. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Yeah, have a great day, boys. See you, buddy. Uh, let's see. Your phone line's blowing up again. Who's this? Good morning. Hey, this is Sean. Hey, Sean. What's up, brother? Oh, not much. Hey, they're good. I'm going to stop everybody else from mumbling about this stuff. Thank they're you. good. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. You're, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. And here's, so I was watching the game on Christmas with my family, and on that last drive, I said to them, I'm not worried. I'm not, no, I had a lot to drink, so maybe that was part of it. Like, <laughs> I'm not worried, and here's why. Good teams find ways to win, and bad teams find ways to lose. And you're not, it, they have lots of problems, right? Special teams, their rush defense looks terrible. Their pass defense was questionable at times. But they are still 12-3. and three. Yep. You look at teams that you're thinking right now, the Cowboys looked great last night, right? But they lost to four teams already this year. Yep. Anything can happen any given Sunday. Put all your cliches out there. But they have won 12 games so over the last three years. They're out of control. And you still have the best quarterback and the MVP playing on your side. You would still say, look, if I have to have a game-winning drive, I want Aaron Rodgers doing it. And so I'm not so worried. They yeah. will get guys back. They will clear up the mistakes. I think it's going to be tough, right? They always have this sort of, they got to overcome the big dogs, right? they got to beat Tampa Bay. They're going to have to beat Dallas probably if everything shakes out. But I think they can do it, right? Aaron Rodgers, when he is, has good support and has a halfway decent, decent defense, has no problem. So they're good. Don't listen to anybody else in this nonsense. Hell yeah. It does take, it does take a little bit of luck, right? Well, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, totally, that, totally. That that PI call, like that, is a tough. If I'm a Browns hey, fan, we and we thank and we we thank the refs for that. We thank them for that. Right. I mean, you hear all the people, right? All the Bears fans, all the other guys. Well, Packers get all the calls. You know, you see the memes with like the refs jumping doing the wobbly. I get it, right? They do get some calls. I understand that, but I, it's easy to be someone who complains about it because you're always losing so much. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's easy. To losers, Sean. Losers want to bring you down to their level. We we take the high road, Sean. That's right, man. They go low, we go high. Sean, is this yeah, yeah, is this your first time calling in? No. You know what's so crazy? This is you asked me that last time I oh called. Oh my in god, too. Sean! Well, uh, you got to call in more then, so I remember this. I, I guess so. I guess so. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. But I think you only like my calls because I usually agree with you, so that makes it easy. But, well, I mean, but I, no, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I love I love everyone that calls. If they can disagree or agree with me, I don't care. They can call me an a hole or they love me, I don't care. But Sean, keep them coming, baby, and I'll remember next Please. time. Okay. That's all right. No problem. No feelings. They're good. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. They're good. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. All right. See you, Thanks, buddy. Boys. Have a good one. That's a, that was a phone call right well, there. Have you ever heard of a team that's had bad luck in a season and then won it all? Actually, <laughs> no. Also, have, on this route, have you ever heard of a team that was lucky and then had all these injuries and then remained lucky? Wouldn't, <laughs> that, wouldn't that be a sign of a good team with all the injuries going down that they are still 12-3? and three? Well, even from like the reports of Bakhtiari is still iffy <laughs> as a guy that's been practicing like every other week. Yeah. And Jair seems to be like he's trending towards coming back. It's got to be this Sunday, right? Yeah. For, for Jair, at least. And, you, and Bakhtiari. You look at uh, even if they just get Jair Alexander back out of those three guys that were all, all pros. Yeah. You now have Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, Eric Stokes, Chandon Sullivan, and Kevin King. And I would say Sullivan and King have been playing. I think I'd have to go back and look at the snaps, but just from the eye test, I feel like Sullivan's even playing more than King. Let's see here. At this point. Oh, I don't have the snap count on there. I just have, is Kevin King even on here? 
Kevin King must not have recorded a single stat because I do not see him on. Well, the, I saw. I saw. I know the, he was on the field. I saw the snaps uh, from two weeks ago, and he only played thirteen snaps. I don't have the snap count here, but the Kevin King does not appear in the but, stat sheet. But regardless, with Jair, if Jair Alexander comes back any eight, you know, seventy-five percent, anything close to what he originally was, what are you going to do with your corners? Like, who's going to be the second corner? Is it going to be Rasul Douglas? Is it it's going to be Camp Eric Douglas. Stokes? Rowdy, we just gave him his own camp. It's Camp Douglas. Like, that's a nice problem to have. If Once he gets a contract, then he gets an island. If Bakhtiari comes back and you're still waiting on Billy Turner, does, who goes to right tackle? Are you going to move Neiman over there? Nyman, however the hell you say his name. Yash Nyman. Is he going to go to right tackle? Like, they have a lot oh, of. Oh, Kevin King had COVID. That's why. No, oh, he's out with COVID. Mm. See, we didn't even hear about it because it's Kevin King. He's hardly playing. Didn't miss him. Okay, let's uh, – phone lines blowing up again. Line one, welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, it's Adam. Good morning, guys. Adam, my brother. What's happening? Oh, you know, a little bit of too much, you know. But <laughs> I, I love I love the topics right now. And um, as far as – I'm going to start with the challenges by Matt LaFleur. Um, <laughs> it, 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 the, the thing that's maddening with me is the first one's whatever. The second one, uh, when Winfrey clearly caught the ball at the yellow – Yes, that's what I was thinking. Away. He caught the ball, dude. He caught it. Yeah, for sure. But um, I don't – I mean, it's what, a minute, two minutes into the third quarter, you're on the plus side of the field. Like, yeah. I don't understand why you're willing to – risk that timeout, um, they come back with a screen pass to Jones on the next play, pick up 12 yards anyway. I know. And, like, and why give it in the hands of the referees that are usually dumbasses? Like, let's, like, let's save them. I don't know. Yeah, no, they're, they're going to need, they're going to need, I understand Rodgers is Mr. 38 seconds or whatever, which yeah. can be good or bad depending on who you ask, but um, they're going to need those timeouts. And the other thing that's kind of maddening to me with Rodgers' presser, he's talking about kind of conservative play calling and whatever, but two weeks ago in the, against the Bears, he's pretty much acknowledging that he's going out there drawing up sandlot plays anyhow. <laughs> he's got full autonomy over changing whatever he wants. So if he thinks that it's a conservative play call, I don't understand why he's not just doing something about it at the line. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point because we've seen him you know, do that in the past, no problem. Adam. Yeah, and it, as far as where I sit with with their chances, like they're like you, this is a gambling show, right? Tell me who's going to be favored coming into Lambeau Field against the Packers. No one. That's then that's where we roll our dice, right? And we, you know we dabble with the gambling. We like to do it all here, Adam. We just don't pigeonhole us at the gambling, okay? All right. No, I, I, it's <laughs> not. I'm just not. messing, guys, I'm just messing guys, with you. I'm just messing with you. It, it adds a good, con- it, you know, <laughs> that's, that's where the foundation of the show. I totally get it. Yeah. You guys boys have a good day. I just wanted to weigh in with those thoughts. You're the man, Adam. Thanks so much. Bye. See you, see you buddy. Uh, let's see here, Rowdy. We got line two. I'll take one more. Line two, who's this? Good morning. Saran. Hey, Ronnie. What's up, dude? Hey. The Packers, uh, they'll beat the Vikings in the Detroit. They'll play good games. They'll be 14-3. and three, Then, uh, hey, they'll never be. Thing and then will it's be. game on, Ron. So. How's your Christmas, Ron? Gonna... You have a good Christmas? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Packers didn't ruin it for you? That's good. No, no. I think, uh... Yeah, made it interesting, a, right? Everything can't be life can't be easy, Ron. We got to make it interesting. Yeah, so they'll end up fourteen and three, then get get a couple guys back, so they'll be fine. Can you feel it in the air, Ron? Super Bowl, the Vince Lombardi Trophy being hoisted. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. oh yeah. Hey, Ron, you the man, brother. All right, see you, buddy. Speaking of Ron, Ron's been us up before at uh, some events. Rowdy, Rowdy, and I are going to be at Red Rock Saloon Thursday, six p.m. to nine p.m. Getting you. Ready for the Las Vegas Bowl. Line three, who's this? You got Sasquatch Mike. Oh, Sasquatch. What's up, dude? 
Good morning, boys. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm on cloud nine. Ron, or uh, sorry, Sasquatch. I'm on cloud nine. How about you, Rowdy? Yeah. Well, I got to laugh, guys. I was watching the game. You know, when Cleveland scored that last touchdown to go within uh, two points, the Packers. The, when the guy did the Lambo leap into some Browns fans, you know, he he scored the pack. <clears throat> Packer fan was. <laughs> Tried to push him out. I saw that. It was funny. Oh, he was flipping him the bird with his glove on. Oh, I saw one guy trying to shove him out, too. No, nah, he was flipping. He was holding the finger, middle finger up, reaching over across, trying to. But anyway, uh, that's not a nice thing to do, but whatever. I think but I, anyway, yeah. I, I got I to ask you guys. Yeah. I want your opinion on this. I was yeah. talking to one of my buddies who's a big Packer fan. Yeah. There in Cheeseland. Yeah, hang on one, one second. Some tough person. Yeah, what, what, what's the question, Mike? Okay, so where, what is, what team, this is so unpredictable, the way the teams are playing right now. And I'll tell you, I don't think the Packers played their best game, but they still won, and that's all that matters, because good teams find ways to win. Correct, on, on, correct. yeah, on, I agree. Um, I agree with the last caller. I think they're, they're going to win their last two games, no problem. Um, and I... I, I, but I got to ask you guys what I, I'll tell you mine after you guys tell me yours. But what team? I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Okay. Yeah, there you go. What teams? What team scares you the most coming to Lambeau to play the Packers, who could essentially knock them out? The boys. We them boys, huh? Cowboys. I'm really. Go, I'm gonna I'm go uh, to Tampa. Tampa's got a lot of injuries. I would say Tampa, but they got, they keep getting injuries Tampa and injuries. Guys, I'm gonna tell well, you. Well, I, I take it back. Tom Brady is a habitual winner. I do. I do. Me and, me and Brady have a lot of similarities. We're both winners. Yeah, I hate to yeah. say it, but I, 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 don't feel, I don't fear Dallas. I think they're just... There's something uh, about Big Mike and that chip on that fat shoulder of his when they come into Lambeau and punk Mark Murphy and company. Right, but I'll tell you that it's, I know the Packers handled the Rams pretty well, chip, but I, that's a roll. I don't <laughs> the Rams are the team that I would fear. Yeah, I, don't, I don't fear them. Mike, you know about L.A. It makes you soft. Coming to Lambeau... Cold yeah. conditions. You're out. LA's oh, made you soft oh, in the dome. You're wearing old L's wearing dresses. Nah. I know, but we heard that with last year. Oh, Tampa, the hot, more hot weather. I think it's um, the boys. Mike McGarthy got the boys rolling. Mike, we love you, buddy. I gotta hit this break. I'm really late for commercial. All right, guys, take Thanks care. Uh, one last one. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, this is Big Baby. Big Baby in the house. What's up, Big Baby? Well, first of all, I'm tired. Oh, I'm tired of winning, but our fans just keep whining. <laughs> Sound like a bunch of babies out there. If you want to be a big baby, you should actually be scared, which is why I'm scared. I'm scared if Rogers don't come back because then we will have something to cry about. And last but not least, I'm hungry. I'm hungry for that Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, I'm big baby, let's go! I want you, Big Baby, I want you suckling on that Vince Lombardi trophy like a teat. I'm hungry. You go get it, baby. Hungry for that big win. I love you. Let's big, get it. See you, Big Baby. I don't even know who that was, but I like that. Big Baby, Rowdy. And not to be confused with the, the basketball player. Big Baby Davis. <laughs> I was just a, call him a fat man, actually. I don't know what that was. I like Big Baby. Nice. Hi, Rowdy. That was a. We're like really late for a break. That was 27 minutes of just straight fire. So I'm going to come full circle. I also voted on the Twitter poll, Rowdy, that the Packers are good. You don't get the 12 and 3 of all those injuries by just being lucky. You got to be good. And Aaron Rodgers on uh, tear for the MVP. 
Devontae Adams, the best wide receiver in the game. The rest of that roster dialed in. Matt LaFleur setting records. They're good. They're good.